As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Loft, Left-Handed with a Lot to Say. I'm James Law Jr., and that's Lot with two T's, not one. And I'm here with another guest who is left-handed. That's what we do here. Somebody asked me once, will I get a right-handed person on here? I'm like, no, it's left-handed people only. It's a special mm-hmm. club. That's all we do. She's a music teacher from Georgia, and we're going to talk to her about her left-handedness. And she had written to me online and told me a bunch of stuff. I have questions for her. I'm very excited to have her on the show, Rebecca McWilliams. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. I'm excited to be here. Perfect. I like your earrings. Very cute. Thank uh, you. So, okay. And I also like that painting behind you with the guy with the guitar. Oh, like, yeah. That's uh, my husband, and it's uh, painted by his dad, my father-in-law. Wow. Very cool. That, that's a cool Who story. Who is a left-handed artist, professional what? painter. Yeah. So, his, so your father-in-law's left-handed. Yeah. And, and so, he- yeah, my father, my father happens to be left-handed as well. <laughs> what? Okay. So, okay. So, okay, we'll start. Okay, we we'll start from there. So, your father-in-law is left-handed. So, so you got. So, you guys got so your kids had on that side, and then your father is left-handed. Anybody else in your family left-handed? My father's mother is left-handed, and I, I'm. I think there's some others, but I don't. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say in the immediate family. I was going to say, so, so, your, so grandmother, your father, you. So you got like yeah. generations. But your kid, no? Not my guess. Well, she's two years old. Yeah. And I, I have to say, she does seem to use her left hand. Uh, I've been noticing that she's, she seems to more often use her left hand. But I know that it's hard to tell yeah. uh, as they develop they they might switch off and so i don't really know yet she doesn't know how to write uh, yet but she does i mean she colors and she sometimes uses right but it seems to be left more often so we'll see Uh-oh. i love it uh i interviewed my grandson who's left-handed so we're the only we're, it's me him my brother that's it my whole family don't come from any left-handed people at all on both yeah. sides so it's kind of like, okay, we had, we're the anomalies. I don't know why that happened. But I got a grandson who's left-handed, so I made them be happy uh, on there. Um, so I want to ask you, are you ambidextrous? When I was reading what you wrote to me online. Do you consider yourself ambidextrous or just a left-handed person who could do things with their right hand? Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of use of that word ambidextrous um, or maybe some misconceptions about it. To me, ambidextrous means you can do anything equally well with your right hand or your left hand. 
um, no matter what the activity is. But I do some things with my left hand and other things with my right hand. And there is not one activity in which I'm either one I can do. It's, I do have preference, but it's activity dependent. So I write with my left hand, I throw with my right hand, I eat with my left, but I cut with my right, both with a knife and with scissors. Um, and I mean, there's just all, all different things. I bat left and golf. I mean, I don't really play golf, but mini golf, I left. Yeah. And I, um, I, I, I said, I throw right. Um, and every time I try or I'm, I learn a new activity, when people ask me, am I right or left-handed, um, to try to, you know, show me how to hold it, uh, or give me a special thing if I'm left-handed or something, I really don't know because I haven't haven't tried it yet. I got to try it out and see. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's how it was with with archery, and I don't even remember. Actually, archery might be one thing where I can't say with, if if one side or the other. I don't even know which is like it. In some things, it's it's weird because like. In archery, is it right-handed to pull back with with the right hand, mm. or to see? Or, or yeah, I don't. Yeah, because with with guitar, like with guitar, you fret with the left and strum with the right. But to me, I mean, it takes a lot of dexterity to do the fretting, mm -hmm. and so I don't understand why this is considered the normal right-handed way to play guitar and the left-handed guitar you know just switches the fretting hand and the strumming hand yeah and like and like holding children I always hold them on the left side but I think that's common because you know they say the because of the heartbeat the heart being closer oh, to the yeah. left I think that's common for a lot of or most I don't know yeah I've yeah. heard yeah um, you bring up some good points. So we're gonna get we're gonna get into because your music too. We're gonna get into music in a second. But I always ask this question of every left-handed person: It's like, do you remember when you knew you were different? Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I can't. I don't really think that there was any any moment that sticks out or any any memory, you know formative memory about just knowing I feel like I feel like I've always known and accepted that I'm different and special in that way or I mean I probably didn't I know it, it wasn't a big deal you know for me like in school growing up and I don't think I really thought about it too much until I I was you know kind of in adolescence you know I don't I think in early early childhood it I, I don't remember. Maybe maybe there is something that might pop up, uh, but yeah, I, I don't feel. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Re I just knew that I, you know, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I write with my left hand. You know, for me, a lot, a lot of it came, you know, when I got a school-age child, and it came to playing sports. That was like yeah. one because it's like, oh, I got to bat this way. Or, oh, I kick this way. Oh, I, you know, it's like they were like, oh, and then they would, coaches would go, oh, you're left handed. And they would like 
kind of make it, would not make a big deal, to make a deal that I had to do it a different way. You know, I remember, like, that's kind of what I remember of being, and also tying my shoes. No one can teach me how to tie my shoes. Cause it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to look, look up, like, how to teach a kid to tie their shoes. I think that's so hard to do. I, I've never, I don't know. Yeah. People do that different, differently. But, yeah, with sports, it's like I always felt special being a left-handed batter. And I, I wish that I was a left-handed thrower. Yeah. And of course, you know, people get trained to be switch hitters all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. But I just thought for me, going, going back to what you're saying, there was no moment either. Like a, some people actually have a moment, they tell me on the show, but I don't have a moment either. I just remember it was made to my attention that I was different because I couldn't learn a certain way. Like they would go, oh, you can't learn. And they did try making, they tried making right handed when I was a little small. I was small. Um, yeah. So, so you I had that. Yeah. I thought that. Um, but I mean, I should remember the tying shoes. I have a brother who's left-handed, so he's younger than me. So I taught him how to tie his shoes. They're like, just teach him. It was easier for him to pick it up because I was left-handed. And learning how to crochet, I'm like, I had to find a left-handed person. Oh, that's that's interesting that, wait, so your brother is left-handed or no? Yeah. He is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking like, I just had this thought like, oh, is teaching someone else to tie their shoes as a lefty, is it easier because you're going to be mirroring yes. the Plus. kid. Yep. It yeah. Is. Because, um, yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> I, don't it. I don't love it. No, but that's, see, that's, isn't it a revelation? So I tell you, the show is like the bomb. So my grandson, when he it was, and his, our show's coming out tomorrow, as of this recording, it's coming out tomorrow. Um, he talked about the two, about having to, being left-handed, people, people try and tell him, well, just do the opposite of what I'm doing. Or they sit in front of him and try to show him, but they, the, they, didn't, they didn't look the same. When you have somebody who clearly does the same, like I said, with crocheting for me, holding the, the needle and holding the thread, holding the yarn, I could see exactly how they do it. And it made it easier than a right-handed person going, well, you hold it like this, I'm going, but I hold it like, I mean, it's just, it's just your brain, my brain goes, I can see that. I can actually copy what's going on. Yeah, I mean, as as a music teacher in elementary, I, I'm always thinking about if I'm teaching motions to a song or teaching a dance, um, I think about mirroring. And it's like, usually it's best to mirror and it works best to reverse, you know, the right and left when I'm showing, when I'm demonstrating a move. But there's always like one or a few kids that have, that are like really smart and they've been taught that like, oh, I'm supposed to switch. Like, and especially if I use the words right and left, then there'll be those little smarty pants kids who will, who will just like switch because they know, oh, because that's your right. Like, I know that's your right. So I should be, well, so that's always a fun problem. But it's, it, I always get, I always like talk too much and I end up confusing Oh, there you go. kids like while I'm like I'm like I know you switch it but I'm mirroring you and mirroring me and it's like I just over explain and everybody well, well the thing is I think also I mean it must be interesting for you because you are a music teacher that you may have people who are very visual learners like some of them literally have to see it done I'm kind of like that way see it done I can kind of adapt and sometimes most of the time you show me exactly how to do it I can pick it up Maybe because I'm an actor and stuff, and I do, I, I pick, I have, mess, I have memory. So it's like, oh, okay, got it. And then I can do it. When someone's showing me an opposite way or a different way or, or says, read this, I'm not one of those, I can't just read instructions and get it. That's not me. I have to see it done. 
and I kind of get it. I'm one of those kind of people. So I know in music, I'm sure you have people who are... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Play by ear and catch it or read music and catch it or watch you and catch it. I'm sure different ways people think kids get it, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I mean, yeah, I think it varies, again, varies by activity. Um, and, and that's, that's another, inter- that reminds me of another interesting thing about music, you know, music and music literacy and yeah. learning to play by ear versus learning to read music and how they can, they can, the two skills, depending on how the, how they're taught, can sometimes hinder each other. Like if, like, like, you know, the traditional piano teacher will complain like, oh, my student just learns everything by ear and they don't really know how to read music. And um, I tell them, no, you're not allowed to listen to this piece. You have to learn it from the dots. And, but I mean, music is sound. And, and so to take the, take the ear away and say, you can't, I mean, you have, they have to be, they have to, they have to be married in some way. And um, I've, I learned in a method that emphasized ear learning by ear at first, the Suzuki method. And so and my teacher always said I have a really good ear. Um, but then I learned to read music and I did, I found that very easy. I learned that very quickly and I quickly became kind of dependent on the page. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I can read this complicated stuff, but I can't play happy birthday, like without a sheet. And that's, I think that's really terrible. Um, And there is that kind of divide uh, among musicians. And I have um, studied that a lot. Anyway, we're getting off. I'm afraid. I'm like, there's so many things to talk about. I love it. I love it. I love it. Focus on, but yeah. But no, I love it because it is part of all that. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's not really going off talk. It's still kind of part of how, how do you, if you're left-handed, how do you receive information? If you're, if you're left-handed, how do you see it? Um, there's a whole left brain, right brain thing. I don't know how much that plays and stuff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With so left brain, right brain, I mean, there in i think in popular culture that has been really really um rammed into people i think i think a lot of people are still very like operate like oh left-handed people are naturally more artistic and creative because they you know use the right side of the brain but if you look you know the studies kind of indicate that left-handed people have a lower degree of lateralization, meaning 
the brain organization, it's not all one side or the other. There's more like, they have more things, they have a more even distribution of right, use of the right and the left hemisphere, whereas right-handed people have a greater lateralization. So more of their activities are controlled by a single hemisphere. That's what I read. Like I, I, I love looking up stuff and, and um, yeah. it's, I'm, it's fascinating because it really is related to the organization of the brain, which is related to, to, to everything. Everything, which, which you, is, both, you and I both have professions that we need to use the brain, clearly. Um, it's very important to kind of try to figure it out. So when you're teaching somebody something, they get it, I guess, you know what I mean? Like you're teaching a skill that they may have already in them, but you're trying to bring it out and better it. So you kind of need to know how their makeup, brain makeup works, I guess. And yeah. So they, can be only, they can only be helpful to you, I can imagine when you're teaching music. Yeah, I mean, there's so many variables and it just, the more you learn, the more tools you have and the more things you can try, you know, to succeed with a, with a child, you know, when it comes to helping them out with, with what, anything. So you so okay, so what, so I, do you teach music theory or do you teach actual instrumentation? Like, what do you teach? I, I'm an elementary general music teacher. And that means, I teach general music. Um, I think traditionally in the United States, people think about elementary music, uh, learn to play the recorder, um, sing songs, uh, and maybe they have like a musical performance, like a play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, elementary school is the only time when every student um, is required to have music instruction. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm teaching everybody and it's an exciting, it's an exciting time. Cause I mean, it's a chance to inspire children musically to, to, um, give them a chance to discover a passion or a skill that they have or an aptitude that they might not have otherwise known they had. Yeah, to excel in, in school, in where they may not excel in other areas. Um, and, you know, not all, not all kids end up loving music, but I like to think that I can, you know, reach everybody in, in a different way. So I try to do a variety of activities. And I mean, there, there is the curriculum that I'm, that I have to follow and there's, but there's every different area of music. I have to, you know, I have to cover, I have to give the kids at least the experience with singing, playing instruments, reading music notation, composing and improvising music, learning about music from different cultures um, and relating music to historical and cultural context and also connecting it to other subject areas. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it's everything. It tries to be everything. And you, you end up, you know, that's why I love it, but you know, it is, it's hard because yeah, I just have this sense of like, Oh, everything's connected to everything. And that can sometimes make it hard for me to focus. <laughs> yeah. 
I, it's, it must be interesting. Now, do you have left-handed students? Have you had left-handed students? I definitely have, but it isn't, I, I never, it's not like a special, I don't treat it like it's a special thing. You know, if, if somebody's left-handed, I'll say, oh, you're a lefty like me. And it's like, hey, we have a special bond. Like we're in the club, we're both lefties. And, but it doesn't, um, what, what I'll do a lot in teaching music is if I'm teaching, a, if I'm passing out instruments to kids and I'm trying to teach them how to hold a, a hand drum or a tambourine, you know, kids, they don't know which one do I hold it in or, and which one do I tap it with? And a lot of kids, you know, if they're looking awkward with it, I'll, I will not, and because of my, because of my own experience, I don't say like, are you right-handed or left-handed? Sometimes I'll ask them, well, which hand do you write with? Well, try it both ways. You know, if somebody looks like they're unsure of which hand to do which thing with in playing any instrument, I, you know, I tell them to try it both ways and see which one feels more comfortable. Um, but when you learn recorder, you, you have, they don't make, they don't make left-handed recorders. Like, I, I mean, you can learn to play it right hand on top, but I know like clarinet, you have to like the left hands on top, all the woodwind instruments, the left hand is on the top. So I have to, you know, so many kids are like, cause most kids are right-handed. They're like, why? Because when you learn the recorder, usually you are teaching those the first notes that you teach are those, you know, ones that only require the one hand and it's the left hand. And they're like, oh, I'm not as good with this hand. Can I put my other hand up here? And it's like, no, no, you can't. And yeah, can't so, do I mean, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's right. I said, never thought of it before. That's very interesting. I, I tried learning clarinet when I was a kid and I didn't like it. So I was like, eh. I did, <laughs> so I did um, cello and I did drums and keyboard. I play piano. And so I have my, my keyboard is back there. Yeah. Uh, music stands over there. So I mean, I have, I do, and I do music. I mean, I, I release I, my new, new album's out today. As of this recording, I have a new album out today. Um, so I. Oh wow! Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Little shameless music? plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So I have a new album out on Stereo. You, you, you're um, you're like a renaissance man. I mean, you, you seem to do everything. Everything. I mean, cause you follow, Okay, so she follows me on my fan page. James Lodge. That's how we met. So my fan page. Um, you're on there, apparently. So that's how we met. Oh yeah, well I I mean I um I heard an episode of of this podcast and at the very end of the episode, you know, you had call, made a call invited people if you'd like to, you know, be on the podcast if you're lucky. And so that's why I I looked you up and and then I, you know, I I looked at a little bit. I was like, "Wow, this this guy does a lot of things." And yeah. Well, so yeah, so that, that was that's that's really cool. Oh, cool. So what kind of music? So this this particular album, um, I had a severe case of Bell's palsy two years ago, and uh, my left side went paralyzed. So um, oh, that's, that's it was horrible. I had a severe case. It lasted for almost a year. So um, as I was reemerging, learning how to retalk again and resing again and rethink again and have sounds in my ear again because it was very sensitive. This whole side was sensitive. I thought it was interesting my left side went out. That was very interesting my left side went out. Um, and, uh, and so then I started, because I'm a musician, so I started writing songs again. 
Um, and these songs are very dark. That's why it's called Songs from a Dark Place. I was not in a good place. Um, and they were very, it was very dark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No but I was learning how to use my keyboard, my drum machine again, just trying to sound out where, I mean, like it was just, I couldn't use my, I couldn't do anything for like a year. So I was like, the album's very raw and very minimalistic. Um, there are a couple songs that are kind of big. I have producers and stuff that are kind of big, but the rest of them are just very, just me and my keyboard drum machine saying the truth I felt at the time. So it's, it, it is, it has singing and lyrics and everything. There's some singing, some singing, mostly spoken words. So I told you, well, I'm oh, a spoken okay. word artist set to music. So oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my sixth album. Um, oh. I have an album with an orchestra which I love. It's my, my favorite albums. Like did. a full size, like big live jazz or- symphony orchestra. That is so and cool. I, and we actually recorded it live. Yeah. So well, I, you would have to. I mean, it seems yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, otherwise you have to do virtual, you know, and that's right. what everybody's learning how to do now. And it takes like, yeah, right, all right. I mean, uh, but it was incredible. <clears throat> so you'd understand, you'd get this as a music person. So I wrote the songs for this project. They asked me to write some songs. We're like, I were like, eight songs and then we we did a couple of my other songs my first album we, we did them orchestra wise but i but when it was so when we decided to do the eight songs the other two were not recorded live they were recorded but the other eight i stood there and being in this giant booth with all of these musicians with the strings and the drums and this it was a trip i cried the first day i, I recorded i was actually crying because i heard it i heard them behind me and it was just like this, it was like it was a dream come true. I was like, I always wanted to record with an orchestra. I'm like, I'm going to do it again at some point. Um, but it was so beautiful. And just the music and doing it live. I'd never done anything live before. Usually I record, I put the music in later. We do, I mean, like, it's just, it's a yeah, yeah. Process. It was a trip. It was a trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I did, I started off like four years ago. I was, somebody said, we love your voice. I do radio and TV. And so I love your voice. You should do something. Someone challenged me to write a song. I wrote a song in 20 minutes. It came to me, Divine Intervention. And that song was I Am Ready. And then what I did is I recorded it. I thought it'd be a one-off. Let me kind of keep fun. Made a little disco number. Everybody, everybody loved it. And then <laughs> producers were like, you should, do, you should do more songs. 
and then now six albums later. So I've, oh, I've that's really that. cool. So wait, wait, how old were you when you when that first song? I am fifty one years old. So at the time, I was forty seven. I love that. I mean that that story is just so. Yeah, no, I mean that's not that's not like so so old, but I mean it is kind of thing because so many people believe that like if you don't become a musical, you know, if you don't do all that hard work as a child with your helicopter parent or whatever and all this, or if you don't have this natural thing that's discovered when you're still young, at least if not a child, then then you're just not a musical person and you can't do music. And there's, you know, maybe like the music teacher you had in elementary school told you that, like told you just move your mouth and don't sing, you know, yes. don't. There's so many stories of that and it's, it's horrible. Um, yeah, it is. yeah. And it's funny because I, since then, I've actually helped other folks realize their dreams later. Like they're not, they're not as old as I am, maybe in their thirties or whatever, but I'm showing them, try it. You want to try something, try it. So I got into, I got into the, this entertainment world at 40. So I was in it, I've been in it for 11 years, but I mean, I got into it at 40. I did a few things in my late 30s, but like really full-time, 40 years old. So I tell people, people like my story because I'm like, I'm older into this, but I'm like fully in it. And it's like, I know folks who started later in life and they have success. I mean, maybe I, maybe I was meant to have it now and not when I was younger. Sure. It's like, I mean, once you get started, it's like there's the inertia and you can just get in. It doesn't matter when, like, just get in. It doesn't take, doesn't take long to just do a whole lot of stuff. I think that's really. Thank you. Yeah. It's very inspiring. Yeah. Yes. I love music. I like listening to music. I like music theory. I like all that stuff. And I took, you know, classes in college and in high school. And I've always like, I always played an instrument of some sort. And I, I played piano. I started taking lessons when I was like five. That's um, yeah. just you play. you have a musical background yeah yeah i do so i come from singers i have some singers in my family and stuff but like and i have a, an uncle who's a drummer he used to make drums and then play them uh here in la it was very cool i have one of his drums over here in the corner i can't pull it out um but yeah i, I have a guitar i'm trying to, to play guitar so i'm like I, I, I like music i love i love listening to it i love hearing it i love analyzing it i just i just yeah, music. me too yeah i and yeah i mean but it's i think you know there are for the people that that aren't fortunate enough to have a musical family, I mean, there's so many people who just think they're not musical and they they don't believe that, you know, or they wish they could. But but it's like you there's so much music that you can make without any specialized skill. It's like exactly, and and I think that yeah, there's just you know there's there's been a culture of of like stardom and prodigy and ism and you know. It, and performance, performative music in education. I mean, music education, academia is like kind of the, kind of the whole enemy in all this, yeah. but yeah. in creating this, but um, yeah, it, it's kind of damaging. Um, and, it, and it's unfortunate that there's so many people that don't believe they, that they are able to participate in music yeah. and, you know, music can do so much, so. Yeah, anyway, that's I, 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 I talk music all day long too. That's another, I have another show for that. I can talk music on another show. Yeah, yeah, I'll right. be on that show for something. We'll talk music in in depth. But I think, oh, but, I, but, but I think it all relates. It still, it still for me relates to me as a left hand person that um, I didn't put limitations on myself. It wasn't like I was like, well, I think I was any more special because I was left hand be able to do music, and I don't think I'm any less special for doing music as left hand person. I just feel like it's all creativity. It's like whatever the brain decides to 
come up with. I don't know for sure. I mean, I've heard things too, like, well, right brain, I mean, those are, you're, you're in your right mind and you're more creative. I don't know if that is it or not. I know people who are left hand, who are right-handed, of course, or very creative. So I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means, but it just means for me, I had a mindset change, just period. Just, I just like, I try stuff. And I'm a writer, I, do, I, just, I just try things. Yeah, and, and I know that, I mean, music, the, the act of doing music and learning music and work practicing music, it has, you know, it is using all, it is using both brain hemispheres yeah, yeah. and, and it, it's unique, I mean, in that way. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people talk about that, so. <laughs> I, I, agree with, I agree with that. Um, so do you, so when, you, when you're out and about, do you recognize their left-handed people? Like, do you see them? Do you like, oh, the left-handed, do you catch it? I couldn't say that I, okay. Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't, and, and I'm really, yeah, I, I really don't, I can't, like a, no, like I couldn't movies, say. Like, like in movies and stuff, you don't recognize the left hand, you see, they're left hand, you don't see that in movies and stuff either, like you don't catch that? No, no, now you, I'm well, so, now you will, now you will, I said it. <laughs> you think? I, no, and I, I, no, I've never really even thought um, about it that way. I do have the kind of feeling of affinity when I learn or when I see, oh, this person's writing with their left hand. I do feel like, oh, okay, like that person is one of us or like, you know, yeah. I, I feel an affinity with them. Um, but I can't, I, I don't, I, I really don't like, um, I, I don't feel like I can do that. Okay. about anything and I'm always like I'm always the first one to say you don't know this about this person like you shouldn't make an assumption about this person if you don't know like I <laughs> yeah so but, we, but, yeah, go ahead <laughs> okay. well as we wrap this up I just want to I just want to ask you what do you think is one misconception about left-handed people that you've kind of heard or something if you've heard anything well I mean the classic yeah I mean like we've been talking about um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's positive stereotypes. I guess, I guess one, one thing that comes to mind now too is that left-handed people have terrible handwriting. It's oh, very right. messy. Um, and. I have nice handwriting, so I don't know what they're talking about. Do you really? I do. Yeah. Well, that, and yeah, and I mean, I guess that's also a stereotype about doctors and I mean, with uh, a lot of them do. I used to be a nurse. A lot of them do have bad hair. I'm like, oh. yeah, right. I mean, what does that mean? I'm, like, I'm saving somebody's life. What's going on? Yeah. There's still, yeah. Um, yeah. And that makes me wonder what percentage of doc, like, you know, the, yeah. the correlation of handedness among, you know, how many among doctors, but handwriting. And I mean, I have, I feel like my handwriting is very messy, but I can make it neat if I want to slow down, you know, like I can write neatly, but there are, but then there are people that are just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My dad has really strange handwriting. Like it's really funny looking. I've never seen any other handwriting that looks like my, my dad's handwriting. It's so unique. And my sister has, you know, looked at my handwriting and said, oh, your handwriting is looking more like dad's and stuff. And it, it kind of, I mean, I write very quickly. I, I, and I like to write quickly. I love to write with a pencil. It's like, there's less, there's less real need to do that nowadays. Like to actually, like you have to really want to do it. 
but I really do love to just write and I like to draw sometimes. I, I don't, I, I'm not real, really confident about my, my drawing and art skills and I don't consider myself kind of like a visual artist in any way. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really sloppy and stuff, but I do just love to, to write yeah. with my hand. <laughs> I love it. And I always, you know, I always do get the smear and oh, yeah, like, I was, I was really um, surprised. There was, there was a moment when I saw myself in a mirror writing and I was like, oh my God, I do, do I do write in that weird lefty way. And I thought that I hadn't, I hadn't thought that I did. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, like I know my dad looks really weird and he does this but yeah. when I saw myself, I was like, oh, I am doing that. I've just never seen myself, like, from that angle. Yeah, I do. I write like a, like a right-handed person. I think I taught myself. Yeah. It's like, I turn the paper and I, I write. I don't want to be that, doing this. I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I was a kid. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I was like, I want to do the other thing. I think my brother <laughs> the same way, too, I think. I'm not sure. And my grandson. I think we all. I think my. Actually, I think my grandson does write like this. I can't. I can't. Remember, I have to look at him next time. I can't remember. I don't know, but it is so interesting to think about the ways that that people learn to write. And but then once you're an adult, it's like I can try to write to like even with my left hand. If I just try to change the technique, yeah. Like it's. I can't. I can't do it. And it's. That's so interesting. And I. I have you know tried at various times to write with my right hand and interesting to think that like you can grow your brain by trying to do things with a non-dominant hand I'm sure you know all about that um having gone through Bell's palsy oh yes I had to really learn right side stuff and it's it just it was like it was like a nightmare I always thought if anything happens on the left side of my body that's the nightmare right whether it's an arm or a leg or whatever and I've broken legs before and I'm like why the left side why the side is my dominant side of everything um, having the Bell's palsy on the left side was very just like it, was, it wasn't fun anyway. Period. But just like why the left side? That I really had to relearn my right side, kind of, kind of like I I, so I, I was dominant. Are are you and and so uh, you do you do most everything left handed? Like a I'm, true one two left I'm one of those two left handed paws. I'm one of those two south paws. I'm I'm a lefty most everything except for bowling. I bowl right handed. <laughs> Yeah, there's always like there's always one little Some least, Yeah, there it's it's I I find that it's so rare to meet somebody who just really doesn't do anything right-handed. Like Right. It's it's really really interesting and I guess, maybe that is maybe that connects to the the fact that you know the left-handed people are found to have a lower degree of lateralization in their brain that there's you know we're and and it is and you know it is a right-handed world it is. like computer mouses mm -hmm. stuff like that it it, it really it, it's i just get really excited when i just think about different actions and i know i this is i tend to i tend to like be a little bit i, I tend to not have any uh, shame about talking about really gross stuff. And I know that in my message to you, I said, I talked about how I wipe my butt with my left hand because yeah, like whenever there has been a time, like 
that I have for some reason had to not, I wasn't able to use my left hand when I had to use the bathroom. It has been very difficult, like very awkward. Um, and I don't think people, people really don't talk about that particular thing much. And it, yeah, I mean like, um, how, you know, holding, holding devices and, and tapping on like touch screens and stuff. I think I am different than most people because I don't do thumbs. I hold the phone in my left and I am actually typing with my right finger. But like I, I'm, le- and if well, I'm drawing. Well, actually, actually, I hold my left and type with my left at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's, and I try, so there are times when I, when I do that, but like the most comfortable, if I'm like being comfortable, I'm, I've got my right hand typing. And I, um, I, I never thought of it before. I'm like, now I'm like, see, you always, every show I'm like, cause right. I actually yeah. hold it with my left and I type with my thumb with one thumb on my left hand side. Yeah. And I, um, it's just funny how many things there are that, you never thought about it and and you're surprised when once you do um that's you know, check I, yourself I, yeah now that's see i every show i tell you something something new i know i no one's no one's brought that up on the show and it's like brushing teeth is another one and um i i forget it almost every time i think about it i'm like do i brush my teeth left hand i can't remember and i have to like go brush my teeth to to remember which hand it is then because i can't i really can't i i'm i'm pretty sure it is my left that i brush with but mine is my left yeah Hmm. and like you know putting on watches and bracelets and things is another one and Yeah, where you place a watch, you place it on your left hand or your right hand, um, things like that. I mean, I guess that's that's one way you can you can spot a left-handed person is if they've got a watch on their right yeah. wrist. Yeah. Except my daughter, who's right-handed, puts hers on the right hand, which is because she's weird. She goes, "I'm weird. That's why I do it." I'm like, "Why do you do it?" Because I just I like it on the right hand. But you're right-handed. Don't do that. But most left-handed people put it on their right hand, right wrist. Yeah. So it's very interesting. I don't know. Very interesting. But they brought some good things. I'm like, wow, I haven't thought about that before. That's interesting. I added, I added to the list of questions for other people. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just very interesting. And being left-handed is just an interesting thing. I, it does feel like a club. It just feels like, you know, I think there's more left-handed people than we think out there. I mean, it used to be like, there's just 10% of people. I think there's more. I'm meeting more and more of them. I just think that they just weren't out, so to speak. Or they were made to be right-handed. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's, of course... You know, really interesting. To, I mean, my grandmother being left-handed, I'm, I, I, that's always been interesting because I'm like, wait, didn't everybody get forced, you know, to use their right hand? Like, she must have been really stubborn. And I, you know, I think my dad and me, my dad and, and I are really, like, hard-headed personality. Yes. So, yes. I mean, I don't know. But um, going back to, um, oh, there was... Oh yeah, I wanted to say this before I forget it. Like one experience that I do remember um in high school I just remember in PE um field hockey was one of the units that we did. And you know, I had a lot of girlfriends play field hockey. It was a sport that's only for girls. Right. And but like when we but everybody got taught field hockey in PE class in like 
10th or I forget what grade, but I remember that they just didn't make left-handed field hockey sticks. All like right. all of them have the curve going this way. And that pissed me off so much because like, really, I don't know. I mean, what is it? And, it, and like regular hockey, street hockey or ice hockey, I mean, they just have, it doesn't matter. Like right. it doesn't matter because you're using both sides and then it's just like whatever dominant hand yeah. kind of steers it. But playing field hockey, it's like you have to be right-handed. And that, I, I remember getting really riled up about that when I. <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. And maybe they do make them. Maybe it, it was just that my school didn't have any, but I, I just. I think I did look into it, and I think I, at the time, I discovered they just don't make it. That's just not right. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't back then, especially. I just wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I just, there's a lot of things that weren't done then or probably done now. Uh, but I mean, it's still, no, I mean, yeah, yeah left-handed desks, there's like, there's yeah. just one in the whole oh, yeah. hall. And left-handed scissors, though, people would, you know, teachers would give me the left-handed scissors, but I don't cut with scissors left-handed. I just, I couldn't, those, that would like annoy me when they would give me those left-handed scissors. Cause so funny. yeah. So funny. I love it. Well, Rebecca, thanks for being on the show. This is a very, again, eye opening. I wrote down all these notes. I have all these notes on both sides of my paper. Very <laughs> interesting stuff. I love that. I love doing the show. Thanks for sharing uh, your thoughts and your story. I love that. Um, Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And I'll have you on my other show about music. We'll, we'll, do a, we'll set something up for that. That sounds great. Yeah. I like to talk music all day long. So we'll oh, do yeah. That. Yeah, we'll do that one. Talking about music is like dancing about architecture. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You know that yeah. quote? But, but, but yet I, I love, yeah, that's why you can never. Yes, we'll talk about that. So folks, Left Hand with Lots of Sayers on all streaming services. You can go ahead and find it there under JLJ Media. Go ahead and follow it. If you see it, follow it and check out some of the other episodes I have. I think I have eight episodes now on there. So go ahead and check those out. Everybody from different walks of life talking about what it's like to pump gas left-handed, what it's oh. like to sign language left-handed. There's a whole bunch of this stuff that, oh, yeah. you know, seriously, just like, listen, the episodes are, episodes are all like maybe 20 to 30 minutes long. They're not that long, but they're all very interesting. Seriously, every show I've done is like, what? Uh, hunting left-handed, all kind of stuff. All kind of, I mean, all kind of stuff on there. Um, and you can follow this video on my channel, JLJ Media on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. It's like down there or down there or down there or where, wherever it is. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button and go ahead and watch the playlist. Again, you can either watch us or listen to us. There's like, you have two choices, whatever you want to do. I, I make sure I give everybody options. Sometimes I like to listen to it on the podcast. Hello, podcast listeners. Uh, while you're jogging or at the gym or driving. And then other folks can sit down and watch it on their televisions. And like, so you can watch us on your television screen or on your computer screen. So either way, go ahead and like it and subscribe. Share with any other left-handed people. I want to thank all the left-handed groups on Facebook. Let me share this podcast on there. All my lefties out there, hello. Share with everybody out there too. Everyone, you can follow me at James Lodge Jr. Everywhere, basically everywhere. Even on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. James Lodge Jr. I do fun videos on there. Um, and everyone, please stay safe, stay sane, and wash your hands.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 